Hello, and welcome to another episode of Pat's Rants. This is Pat. And I'm Ian Roskill. And welcome to another episode of Pat's Rants. Today, we're talking about um, Elon Musk and technology getting us to Mars. Ian, let's start with you. Well, actually, I want to say that this guy is, like, he's giving us so much hope. Like, we haven't seen this much hope since the actual space race in the 60s. Like, have we ever felt this much, like, this much, like, enamor and this much going on? Like, he's crazy, man. Like, all that's going on with him, like, it, it feels so much, like, well, ah, you know? Okay, first it's of crazy. all, it's amazing. Um, for everyone I mean, that's listening, we're talking about Elon, Elon Musk, Musk yeah. and the space race currently. Yeah. And if... If currently, in our day and age, we haven't had this much excitement... Since Howard... was his name? Howard Hughes? Or what was that guy's no, name? No. Howard Hughes was um, an aviation yeah. expert, which I am a fan of, like you couldn't believe. However, maybe we can do another podcast on him altogether, and we'll save that for another night. However, Elon Musk is... Um, one of my greatest, like, oh, idols. Yeah. Um, and Elon, if you're listening to this, if you're listening, by the way, I sent you a tweet about a time theory, um, theory that. You never fucking replied back to me on. And I'm seriously... A little peeved about that? Yeah. Peeved about. And I'm not kidding. It's actually... Surreal. It's a magnetic... Um... Intertwined... Propulsion... System... Invented by the Germans. And by the way... I'm German, so I know what the fuck I'm talking about. So get back to me on that. However, yeah, I'm terrible on um, Twitter and all this bullshit. So maybe I should, you know, focus more on the social media bullshit and, you know, harass you a little bit more so that I can get in contact with you about this. But... I actually know what the fuck I'm talking about. So, we'll talk more about this on my podcast in the future. But, um, effectively, let's move on about you. Well, directly, I'm not talking to you. It's about the trek to Mars, about the human race. And I believe, realistically, that the human race isn't, like, from here. Honestly, let's just fucking cut the shit. We are a species that are... Okay. Well, we're so perfectly down to the earth. The trees and the oxygen. Okay, look, I'm not going to get into a huge fucking spiel about what I believe in all that bullshit. 
However, what Elon Musk is doing right now is fantastic. It's um, incredible how fascinating and how advanced and how far his abilities and his, um, I guess, his determination got him so far. However, at the same time, he has had help. And yet, he has fucked up. Many, many times. And yet, he has shown many, many increasing um, standard levels of um, I guess when it comes to technology it's like I mean the rockets guide themselves down to um, self-landing pads um, so that they can refuel and be launched again. That saves billions and billions of dollars rather than burning up in the atmosphere and almost immediately refueled and being relaunched again. Dude, I know it doesn't take a... Well, again, saying this is stupid because it took Elon Musk to do this, but the old saying is it doesn't take a genius to do this, but it took Elon Musk to do this. So effectively, it took a genius like Elon Musk to design a self-guided... Uh, stage 1 rocket and stage 2 rocket to launch up into the, you know, um, outer atmosphere or inner atmosphere and then guide itself down um, to either a pad in the ocean or onto the Florida coast and basically land itself on four legs and just, you know, touch down. And yeah, a couple of them fucking blew up, but that's how testing goes. And basically, now he's moving up to rocket engines that are just so massive that he's launching satellites by what 180 satellites at a time and these are surrounding earth almost like on a daily basis so at one point we're gonna have satellites orbiting almost every corner of the earth almost within the next year which I mean I know people are nutcases are going to start freaking out like crazy because I mean this means like global positioning and spy satellites however I see it 
as advancement of technology. And then when you move forward, even into the future, this gains us um, further um, treks into, for example, I mean, stage one would be lunar mining, which the moon... Oh, hydrogen three, right? Well, okay. First of all, the fuel that we need has already been created. Fusion fuels and whatever. However, what I'm stating is like the moon has resources that haven't been mined ever. So once we start mining the moon, God, once we have a moon base, things are just going to take off. However, once we have a moon base, and once we colonize the moon, and we start launching from the moon, I mean, it'll take off from there. Mm. We're no longer going to need as much fuel that we need from Earth to launch out of our atmosphere. No, no atmosphere on them, right? So if we can, you know, already have rockets built that are stationed on the moon, which the moon is orbiting around Earth, and then we just time it from the moon's orbit, and then the moon, being outside of the Earth's gravity, no longer will we need as much fuel to escape the gravity. To escape Earth's gravity, we can basically like propel ourselves or slingshot ourselves to Mars. In I would, I'm not a mathematician by any means, but with the math that I've done, half of our fuel is wasted just getting out of Earth's atmosphere. Then we almost have to slow down and recalculate our next boost that we have to propel to get into basically another line of trajectory to get into another correct trajectory towards either a slingshot around the moon to do a gravitational assist around the moon, mm -hmm. which is another bigger object to do a slingshot around the moon at the time the moon orbits around Earth to do a slingshot assist around the moon to help us get to um, well Mars would be the ideal planet however the fuel that's taken up from there is massive and I mean that's the reason why these rockets are so cute however once we build a moon base and this is where like fusion technology and ion technology really play a huge part in mm -hmm. once we have like propulsion technology that doesn't really require gas or yeah 
ignition, mm-hmm. like burning fuel. And this is funny because in space, you can't actually burn fuel because oxygen doesn't burn because it's a vacuum. I know. It's it, <laughs> it blows your fucking mind. Uh, because once you're in a vacuum burning oxygen, it just sucks it all up. So it's almost like even less effective in a vacuum because it'll suck it out almost even faster once you get in. You ever wonder why once they get out into space it's almost like immediate shut off to the engines. It's because all the fucking... Takes very little energy to move in space, right? No, no. It's because all the propulsion in the current timeline to the rocket fuel that we had in the current technology was combustible energy. Yeah, o- finite. Ox- no, oxygen-based energy. Right? Carbon, oxygen, yeah. burning. But in a vacuum, because it's all vacuum, you can't have a fire without gas and all that. No. Without oxygen. Exactly. No. Okay, without oxygen, but without air. In a vacuum, there's no fire. So you can't, A, relight a fire, but B, you can't have a fire in the first fucking place. So how can you burn a fire motor? So the reason why they have bursts of oxygen is because they release oxygen and it propels them forward. Holy shit, you're saying it actually. Okay. I get your son, yeah. So, just like Einstein said, um, every um, opposite, well, reaction, every, every action, every action, action, action has an opposite reaction. Op- every action has an opposite reaction. So, when you release oxygen um, to the left, you go right. But, obviously, you lose oxygen. So you store oxygen in a tank, you release it from the tank, you lose oxygen from the tank. Now, listen to me. You need oxygen for fucking people or whatever. I mean, like, yes, over time they figured out different gases or whatever. So maybe, and remember, I'm not a astronaut, so maybe they figure out different gases that could propel like hydrogen or whatever. However, what I'm saying is, you can't burn a fucking fire to propel you. But ion and fusion, Mm -hmm. there's something to work on. Actually, there was an essay I read once from Dr. Stanley Kubrick. He made a movie about the nuclear apocalypse when a general goes mad. Okay, nuclear now. But the thing They're was, really starting to focus on. But because what, um, what why was, is the sun burning? It's naturally occurring fusion. nuclear fission. Yeah, naturally, yeah. naturally occurring nuclear and fission. Fission. Yeah. yeah. 
Fusion and fission are two different things. But what this it's filmmaker combined... was trying to say was that he, he made a movie about nuclear apocalypse, but then his next movie was about space race. But people don't understand why he went from a Cold War movie about the end of the world to a movie about the grandeur of space travel. And the reason was because he actually wanted to show that nuclear fission was the only answer to space race. They, they did tests, and nuclear okay. fission was the only thing that could actually okay. sustain... First of all, I gotta say, humanity has always been about... Weapons. Like, weapons yep, and I know. trying to blow each other up. And exactly. As of late, I've noticed that the human race has slowly started... I mean, maybe not lately, because we kind of made a couple trucks backwards in time, um, you know, in politics, moving backwards um, with, again, and this is just because of population density. Can you shut that off, please? Oh, it's a 30-minute timer. I know. Shut it's, up. It's off. No, open up and shut off, please. It shuts off on my It doesn't. Anyways, what I'm saying is, basically, um, population density is starting to increase. The... Exponentially? Exactly. But what I'm saying is, with the growth pattern on Earth, for every one human, most humans have two kids. Mm -hmm. Now, we're getting to the point now, effectively, that the density of the human population is getting to an increasing amount of people where if there was one person, you would have two kids and there's plenty of space, right? So it wouldn't matter if you had two kids. Mm -hmm. But now there's, what, 16 or 18 billion fucking people? Yeah. By next year, there's going to be 32 billion fucking people. And the year after, there's going to be um, double mm -hmm. that. So, 32 billion, and then 64 billion, and then 84 billion, and whatever. I mean, it's only going to expand. The golden ratio. Yeah. It's called exponential growth. Mm -hmm. Any, Anyways, what I'm oh, saying... the Fibonacci sequence where it grows exponentially. Dude, it's called exponential Sorry. growth. That's the, Fibonacci, not... that's the Fibonacci sequence where it grows exponentially? Yeah, okay, fine. But what I'm saying is... Is... Every fucking smart motherfucker on Earth knows about this. And there's no stopping it. Because every dumb motherfucker... And excuse me for fucking saying it that way... Is fucking like a rabbit. Yep. And... When... When they, you know, basically figured it out, this time frame shortens year after year after year. And even though some people look at Elon Musk as being a crazy motherfucker by saying, we got to go to Mars and we got to colonize Mars ASAP for the survival of the human race. And people look at him like, oh yeah, okay dude, you're crazy. That'll never happen. Well, look what he just already did in a short period of time mm -hmm. with rockets. I'm not saying it's not impossible. I definitely don't disagree with him saying 
that this is the only way the human race will survive because you don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yep, it's true. However, given the fact that all the turmoil on Earth is not going to be fixed with how many people are exponentially fucking and creating more babies. We can't get along in one country. And each country is only doubling by size year after year. The next thing you're going to see is countries fucking exploding. And I mean, each country right now has a fucking nuclear bomb. Or more. I mean, obviously, I'm saying one. Obviously, they have fucking hundreds. But what I'm effectively saying is that at one point, the threshold will get so large that if we don't blow each other up, we're going to starve. And I mean, that's not the worst fucking thing to happen. The worst thing that's going to happen is we're going to run out of land. We need to move. What do you think? Actually, I never take into account the population growth. I'm thinking about in the near future, how can we survive? How can the civilized world survive the way it is going? Like, we need to actually have ways where we can create less It's all about... No. Fuck pollution. Fuck everything else. Focus on population density. All these people... Focus on giving everyone a place to live. Let's just talk about... Creating welfare for everybody. Welfare for everyone and a place to live for everyone. Given the exponential growth right now, pure mathematics, there's not enough room for everyone on this planet. Now, if we start colonizing other planets and start branching off into the universe and stop this ridiculous belief that God created this fucking planet as the one and only fucking planet Mm. for us to live in. And we start looking outwards. Then we might survive. But if we keep fucking only thinking like... Unilaterally, they were the only people. I mean, we're God's children, yes. Oh, God. I mean, and forgive me for saying this. Well, fuck... I kind of do believe in God, but I don't fall for that shit. Well, let's keep God out of this because yes, indeed. <laughs> this is not about that. About that, what I'm saying is, mathematics tells me that there's only so much space on Earth unless we start digging inwards or building outwards. There's no fucking way that, I mean, yeah, there's a possibility we can build outwards because of skyscrapers and all this shit Mm -hmm. but there's a limited amount of resources and gravity and resources will affect us however population growth and the fact that people do not really coexist peacefully on earth it might be better to branch outward and not put all our eggs in one basket for the survival of human race 
and I mean, do for fuck's sake, I mean, we can't be so fucking dumb as to believe that the texts that were so outdated, and again, I'm sorry to bring up like the Bible and all this crap, but it was created by man, written by man, and abused by man to control man. Mm-hmm. I believe we were put here to venture outward. What do you think? I do believe actually that we might have been that this is hard to well, this is actually a hard thing for some people to expect. I think we were actually created by an alien race so we could like mine resources. Well, that's exactly what I think. I think, to be quite honest, whether or not Elon Musk is doing the right thing or not, I think, honestly, maybe an alien race put us here, and maybe not. This is the correct thing for us to do. And if we're ever going to find out where we came from, we have to start searching other planets. And honestly, we searched our own planet. Years ago, we were conquerors, we were explorers. What are we afraid of? Why are we such giant fucking pansies now? In an age of technology that we are so proud of, we all have iPhones, Androids, and fucking tablets. We have handheld freaking interfaces in our hands. Yeah, so each one of us are basically, um, like, each of us can be a scholar, each of us has the ability to, each of us are experiencing a new age of technological advancement that we were only dreaming about as children, and now we're a part of it, and yet we are stalling in the advancement of the human race and the technology and the growth by saying this is not possible. When I was a child, I dreamed about um, going to the moon and I told my stepdad, we're going to land on the moon and he said, it's not possible. And then I saw the lunar landing and I said, huh, told you. And even though people said, oh, it's fake or whatever, I said, ah, see? I told you. And now, every motherfucker that has a phone with technology on it, we see it again with fake news and all this motherfucking bullshit. We're doing it again. We're stalling. We're stopping our own progression of advancement. Because we're so fucking dumb. Like, I get it. You can Google everything nowadays with the touch of a finger. But in my own opinion, every person with a phone, with their head down, tapping their fingers on a phone, is dumber than a fucking pile of shit. Because they don't know a fucking thing. They absolutely don't know anything. All they do is Facebook chat and whatever. And all they do is argue. 
but absolutely they don't know anything because they don't actually learn all they do is listen to whatever some dickhead on the internet tells them they don't fact check shit and they don't do shit all they do is spend all their day in bed they don't put any mm -hmm. effort into their own life they don't progress they don't do fuck all and Ian what do you do all day actually I want to talk about this in the last episode I want to talk about how this new generation is like it's like they were like they weren't not that they weren't raised properly but they like they're so spoiled that they don't even know they don't know any life skills like it, it, I mean like Correct if I'm wrong, but I swear this new this generation is actually going to be screwed because when they grow up, like what are they going to do with themselves? I okay. mean, like holy shit. Well, what I'm saying, Ian, is effectively like your generation and talking about my generation. I'm not saying my generation is any better because my generation. I know the generation before me, like my dad or whatever, and my dad wasn't any better. Um, let's not talk about him. But what I'm saying is Elon Musk, who is one of my idols, like I said, um, he is quite possibly one of my favorite people currently in this time period. However, I'm not saying he doesn't have flaws. Quite possibly, he might not be the best father figure to his kids. Because his kids might never grow up knowing who his father is. Because he's not around. And yeah. all they really know about them is what social media or what the news tell them about their own father. You know how shitty that must be for a child? A child when yeah. you grow up and you're raised by a fucking nanny and all you really learn about your dad is what other people fucking tell you either in the news or um you get to spend an allotted amount of time scheduled by someone else according to a fucking schedule based on a business um, that... A business outlook, yeah. Yeah, a business kind of mind frame like your dad. Um, like, I'm not saying he's not a really good businessman, but your business... Like your dad runs, you know, a business mindset. And in this business mindset, your dad is like so occupied in this business mindset that he has absolutely no fucking care in the world. That in, in this world, he has no real fucking care about emotional connections. I'm not saying that this is how he feels at all. However, in my experience, you can't have both. Yeah. You can't run a business and then also look after a family. I'm, like, you can pay someone to look after your family, but you can't have... Mm. Like, you can't be there 
and build a personal connection. And Ian, how's your personal? Well, it's funny because my dad, uh, he was. He, Don't. Well, I'll just say, say like, any names, but I'll just say like you know like he actually your... he was the reason I had a child. Well, he paid for everything, but he was never there. Like he was he was Don't. he was the bread Don't. he was the breadwinner. You know what I mean? He he won the bread in the family, so he was always out. He was always making money, but I barely knew him. But I mean, we watched movies together. We really, you know, really. I mean, he tried and he did a good job, but and to yeah. be honest, my dad, he was a complete waste of time and yet he made me into a strong very strong personality however who I am today is not really because of my dad it's because of my stepdad and yet my stepdad wasn't a businessman my mom was and my mom really didn't spend much time with me. I remember spending hours and hours and hours in the car while my mom was in the bank. Oh, I remember um, one story um, that I'll tell you. It was like plus. 25 or whatever with the windows rolled down in BC or whatever and my mom was you know doing a, a bank deal or whatever I forget maybe like remember I don't know what the fuck is going on because I'm a kid me and my sister are sitting in a fucking jeep um, back then you know it's not really illegal to leave your kids uh, unattended with the windows rolled down in plus 25 fucking weather, radio cranked up, and basically two hours go by, my mom's in a fucking TV bank. Now, effectively, doesn't fucking bother us at all. Yeah, we were bored as fucking shit. However, this is why. My mom was successful and I have a good, sturdy life. But I didn't have a really great relationship with my mom. Actually, that's how I feel with my father. You know, my father was the breadwinner. I knew, I knew my, like, it was hard at the time. I, like, when I was a kid, I didn't understand. But later on, I realized, like, my father was making the money, you know? Like, that's the reason he was always out. But, can you blame your dad? Nope, I cannot. I mean, so, so I mean, you know, we became so much closer actually after I grew up and realized that. Like, okay, but in a way, you knew your dad was always doing it. Okay, I gotta ask: Was he doing it for you, or was he doing it for him? Because there's two ways you have to look at it. Because if he doesn't do it, and you're there still, right? You're his son. You had he had you. If he doesn't make the money and he goes broke, in the society we live in, social ser services moves in and takes you away from him because according to society, he's a worthless father. Right? Holy shit. Correct? Yeah. And now, take Elon Musk, for example. 
ironically, they don't really do the same with for the, rich people. Yeah, for rich people, he's not there. He's a person of note too. He's, he's a very no. Look at this. He's really not there, either. He hires a fucking nanny. And oh fuck. the nanny, like a, uh, like pl uh, paternal guardian, per guardian, is hired. Not even your own mother. By the way, in Germany, I had a nanny. My mom was a lawyer. My dad was working. I had a fucking day home nanny. And uh, I remember playing Monopoly with her. And she used to bring her son to my house. And I, I used to spend day after day with her in my house. And at night, my mom and my dad would come home. And she would leave. But I would spend eight to nine hours with a, obviously, my yeah. nanny. Which, oh, ironically, actually, I had one too, kind of became nanny, more of a caregiver than my own mom and dad. And yes, when I moved to Canada, um, based on the income my parents made in Germany, they were given a sort of freedom based on the wealth they had. They had. They were able to spend more time with me. However, the distance that they sort of, or that we kind of separated between us over those years, in essence, it took almost years to bridge that gap. Well, I gotta admit, in a way, I don't think I ever bridged that gap because um, without getting too personal, I lost my entire family and me and my mom were only friends. And my mom ended up, well, like I said, I'm not going to get too personal, but what I'm saying is they were too wealthy to consider me their actual child versus more of an object that almost they paid for. So when we go back to Elon Musk, he has three twins who a caregiver he pays for. He has triples? Yeah. Wow. I know I just found that out too. I re like I researched him a lot and Funny enough, that one was hard to actually find Hard out. to come by, eh? Yeah, because stuff like that doesn't actually, you know, get released easily. And it was only just released. And I mean, quite possibly he only just had those 
triplets recently. However, he, um, fuck, I mean, genetic, I think that was like genetic, uh, manipulation, because three triplets, dude, that guy, that guy's fucking around a, a little bit, I think. Yeah. No, yeah. seriously, you got money like that, and then all of a sudden, three triplets, three triplets, yeah, no, I call, uh, I call a whole bunch of fucking horseshit here. Yeah, my master, did you always say, Bullvine Sklatovich? No. It's bullshit um, in Russian. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm calling, um, even though this is, um, obviously past rounds, and everyone's listening, Elon, are you cloning yourself? I know you got the money, but did you just make three fucking copies of yourself? Oh, no. That'd be deadly. I'm on public record here. Did you just fucking clone yourself three fucking times? Oh, shit. It seems very suspicious that you had triplets. And, I mean, huh. You got the money, man. I'm, like, my, my gut instinct is, it's like, you're just like, meh. I'm, I'm just a little suspicious that there's a little bit of foul play involved in how quickly you got your your girl pregnant and how how fast how fast those uh, those babies popped out and almost the fact that they're all triplets it's like what the bar <laughs> it's too good to be true, eh? That's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, buddy. I mean, oh, talking about this, do you do we dare talk about Matt Groening and the Simpsons? Not in this episode. All right, sounds good. We'll talk about it in another episode. Yeah. That's, that's a oh, that's a. I don't even want to think about that. By itself, it's a can of worms. I'll tell you. Yeah, but <laughs> what I'm saying is like. When we were going to Mars, Elon Musk is on the forefront. And, again... He's on the cutting edge, yeah. Maybe maybe bringing up his children is a little bit too personal. But, remember, this guy is on the forefront of Mars. So, maybe him cloning himself wouldn't be too much of a far-fetched idea. Because, obviously, if he's so, so much of a genius... But he's already, you know, a designer of the most advanced rocket propulsion propulsion systems in, systems the, world. in the world. What would make you disbelieve in the fact that, I mean, he created cloning technology. Yes, we did. He cloned a sheep. All that shit. Probably. In the public eye. I bet yeah. you, know, this is all in the public eye. Like, yeah. I bet you, like, so in a non-public eye, things are way more yeah. advanced, right? Yeah. So this is why I'm saying, like, what's, what's to stop any of these billionaires to actually clone themselves? And then, let's just push it a couple levels forward. Who's to say that this motherfucker didn't clone himself three times, make it look like triples, and then, um, remember, it takes 18 years to grow 
an actual human being. 18 years down the line, knocked a child out. Yeah. I guarantee you, these kids are three copies of Elon Musk. And each one, just as smart as him, run Mars. Yeah. I guarantee you. Sounds pretty fucking... Pretty good. deadly. Yeah, pretty good to me at this point. Do you so, want to talk about how Mars actually has a radioactive signature? Like it's, you want to talk about that? What do you mean? Okay, actually, um, you know how the Earth itself has a signature? Right? Like it, emits, it emits nickel, it emits all these elements that are within the Earth, right? Mars actually emits a nuclear isotope. The actual atmosphere of Mars is nuclear irradiated. Well, we know that. But why is it that? And some scientists are actually saying that there was a civilization on Mars. There was actually a civilization that blew themselves up with nuclear weapons. Yeah. And the evidence is that yeah, the atmosphere that. is irradiated. Yeah, I know that too. And why do you think they picked Mars? Okay, there's two reasons why they picked Mars. One... It's close. Yeah. Okay, close is one reason. But secondly, and it leads back to your first comment... Because secretly they think there was a race of civilized humanoids, humanoids there once before. But also, because of that, it's also within a certain radius of the sun, further away from Earth, that when the sun heats up and goes um, supernova, it goes larger when it burns up that it'll heat up Earth and basically destroy Earth first, giving us a little bit longer of a time frame to survive. So whoever's further away will survive. Mm. Oh, shit, dude. It won't give us a longer time to get the fuck out of here. It, it just gives us... A warning? A few more years. Now, remember, what I think is, is almost like a fucking ridiculous idea to skip jump one planet just to have the other planet, which is perfectly normal, destroyed, destroyed when the next planet over is also going to be destroyed. What I think they're doing is practicing colonization. Right? Because mm. basically, I don't think this sun's going to explode right away. Or heat up. Like, like solar flares or something? Yeah. No. What they're, what they're doing is practicing colonization. Because if they can do it with Mars and turn that planet into another habitable planet, then they're going to go long distances. And remember... This goes into propulsion technology. Mars is far enough away that... We can test. They can test this, yeah. but they got to make trips back and forth. Mm. And this also talks about humans and how we react to different environments. Over and a long period of time, yeah. Remember, Martians were people on Mars. 
it'll it'll again play into politics, racism, evolution, mysticism, religion, Dude, all that shit. I mean, it'll be a whole new fucking process of evolution altogether, and then quite possibly war again. Mars against Earth. I mean, quite possibly, that's the reason why Mars got wiped out in the first fucking place. I mean, to be honest, I read some papers on Mars that said Martians were fucking ruthless beings in the first place. And Oh, spirit science, right? Yeah. And they came to Earth, and the reason why Earthlings are so bad is because part of the Earthling race were bred with the Martian race, and part of the Earth race is also a different race, which are good. However, the reason why we don't know where we come from is because of all this clusterfucked biblical bullshit that we've been introduced to, which quite possibly could be the beginning of our storyline. However, as time went on, either A, we got it all fucked up, or B, it's the truth. And we just don't, we're, we're too simple to understand it. And because we die so quickly, and just like I said, we don't listen to our elders, we lost a lot of it down the way. Yep. And this is where Sumerians, Babylonians, Anunnaki, Babylonians. Babylonians, all this crap comes in. Anyways, we're coming up to the end of our segment here. Um, thank you again for listening to another episode of Pat's Rants. This was Pat. And I'm Ian Roskill. And tune in for another episode of Pat's Rants next time. Thank you very much. Peace.